Hi, I'm Carla D. Tillery, and welcome to The Chair Chronicles. I'm your life coach and your favorite auntie. You know, that aunt that is so not afraid to tell you the truth and help you see things just a little clearer, and you love her advice. Well, as a certified life coach with over two decades of experience, I'm very passionate about helping you find your happiness. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. LA, we've got a great question for the day. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here's the question. Okay. Uh, what is good marriage material? Okay, okay. How, how do you know when you are good marriage material? Look, <laughs> I'm already married. <laughs> okay, this is a loaded question. It is loaded. And one of the things that uh, I've seen is uh, Erica Campbell. And, you know, she's a, a phenomenal gospel artist. Right. And she posted this on her Instagram account. Okay. And it says, you can't sow whole seeds and reap marriage benefits. Your brain and body don't switch like that. You got to prepare your mind for marriage because it's ministry. Okay, that statement is loaded. Yes, it is. It is extremely loaded. I think it's a blanket statement, mm -hmm. although there are parts of it that make sense. Mm -hmm. But then there's a part that dismisses people, women <laughs> in general. It, it dismisses yeah, because them. It's targeted. Well, it, it feels like it's about women right. and it could, it didn't say. So right, it could right. be about males too. I don't right. know. And right. I do know, I will say this as a preface that it mm -hmm. is difficult to just kind of take one quote and try to understand all of the background and context. Right. But, you know, for sake of making some assumptions and my immediate reaction, I was like, <laughs> okay, right. all right. So <laughs> you're, you're talking about women carrying themselves in a certain way that really doesn't allow them to be, um, you know, have the potential for marriage down the road. Right. Right. And un un under, you know, under whose standard and, and what, what measure, right. and let's just be clear in our society, still men and women are treated differently based on behaviors. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So a man can go around, we, we brag or they brag about, you know, sowing their oats and, and getting out there in the field and, you know, right. being able to say they was with this one and that one. But if a woman does it, you know, it's the negative perception about right. who she is. Right. And it's not about, you know, the sexuality of humans and that right. both male and female naturally right. have that sexuality desire. Right. Right. And, and do you dismiss that? Because like you said, because he's the male. Well, what does that say about him? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we know what it says about him. He got it going on. He know, you know, he laying it down and he's out there doing his thing. So when he decides, okay, I'm tired of that. Now I can, I, I, I'm marriage material. I can, I can get married now. Right. And if a woman does it, She's discounted as marriage material. Yeah. Now, I also believe because, you know, 
we know that Erica Campbell is is of strong faith right. and based on I believe her Christianity, you know, right. background, you right. know, there's a whole nother piece to it that right. circled around, you know, preserving yourselves right. and letting the the man find you, you know, right. uh, you know, a man who findeth the good thing. A wife is a good thing, right? Right, right. And so you've got all of that kind of background, I believe, in Mm -hmm. context, sort of wrapped into that particular post. Right. And and, and so, but we we also know that Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes a while for people to get to that knowledge and understanding, if that is their faith, right? Right. So they may have done some things prior to. Right, right. Now believing that this is the way that they should live and practice. Right, right. Right. So there's there's a before and then there's an after. Exactly. Now, you you know, know, I don't right. know where everybody fall at. And let's just be clear, you know, they, they, they there's a saying in, in the Christian faith that I wasn't always saved. Right, right, you know? right, and, right. And so, like you said, there's a maturity that, 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 that comes over time when we, you know, are in relationships, you know, have had relationships, whether they were good, bad, whether you were in that place where you were ready for marriage or not, or just didn't think about it. So again, I I will backtrack and say that, yeah, when, when you first read the statement, it kind of stung a little bit and I Mm. felt it was a little judgy, Mm. but I think it also can be a tool to use to motivate Mm. and say, listen, I am worth it. I want to be married. So this is what I plan on doing for myself when I meet that next person or I get involved or if I'm interested in this person, I want to be clear, what is it that I want out of, out of whether we have a friendship, whether it leads to marriage, whether it doesn't. It gives me a chance to say, I'm worth it. So, so I, I, I'm going to put the positive spin on it. I don't think it I don't think it necessarily means that she's being judgmental, but I it, it stung at first. I'm like, who does she think she is? You know. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know how social media is. It's a, it's a free speech world, right and, right? and and so depending on who's reading it and where they are in their life may right. determine how they respond and react to it. So I think, yeah, I think at first it was like, you know, without perhaps knowing some of the other conversations she's having and and where it all stem from you know maybe she interacted with someone that she was working with and was like you know maybe you should think about changing your lifestyle this might not present you in the best light that sort of thing so we don't know the circumstances right but in general yeah i think it was like oh my gosh you know um uh i think women and what we're seeing you know just in media and, and through pop culture is that women are finding themselves and we're seeing more women be more in a position of, I embrace my sexuality. Right, right. And, and this is this has nothing to do with your religion or your no, faith. I'm just all. talking in general about right. women feeling more comfortable with who they are and right. feeling more comfortable in their skin. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and we see it in bits and pieces, but I would say it seems to have been a wave right over the last you know four five ten maybe ten years last decade of this progression of women feeling Mm -hmm. more comfortable with who they are feeling more comfortable with the different shapes and sizes and all of that and and feeling more comfortable with their hair and and letting letting it look one day you know long and short (laughs) the next day without feeling like you know feeling like I'm going to be judged and if they are it's like I'm being me I'm free you can say what you want to say 
Right. Right. So I think women are coming a long way. And I think the sexuality is another piece because, you know, when I grew up, well, we, we didn't talk about sex. And, right. you know, you didn't talk about your body and the image and all of that, like mm-hmm. that with your parents or, you know, your big sisters. It was not that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You, I got bits and pieces. Listen, I grew up listening to Dr. Ruth late at night. Anybody know who Dr. <laughs> Ruth is? I, I'm dating myself. Right, right. But Dr. Ruth was the yeah. woman that I used to listen to. She had a talk show. She probably mm-hmm. still does. Right. I don't even know. I don't even know what yeah, she's doing these days. Yeah, I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, right. But uh-huh. I remember listening to Dr. Ruth and listening to people call in and ask questions and stuff. And I was little, like sneaking, listening at late at night on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was learning a lot about you know my sexuality and and learning you know the, you know the perspectives of men and women in relationships and with sex. Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, my mom, my mom, you know, obviously grew up in the South and, you know, she lost her mom at a very young age, but she definitely had a lot of, of, of aunties and, and, and those that became mothers to her to really talk to her. So she always wanted us to know the truth. I mean, she even sat and had to talk with my brothers and they were like totally mortified. Like, <laughs> why are you talking to us? Right, right. She was like, listen. I'm going to talk to you about this. Your father's going to talk to you, but I'm going to talk to you about this. So yeah, yeah. I, I am happy that I did have that experience where she was very open, very honest, and allowed me to ask questions and all that. Yeah. And, and yeah, there, I'm sure that there were some things she didn't really talk about, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm excited about having that experience. But you know, it's interesting, Carla, because we are talking about you know what makes marriage material and all of that. But I also think that this is also a teachable moment for our younger women, our mm-hmm. younger men. You know, talking to them about like you said, about their sexuality and, and, and relationships and, and what that looks like and, and what it yes. doesn't look like, right. you know? And That's so right. I, I think when we have those conversations, you know, those of us who are single, um, you know, that are, you know, past 40, you know, it, it does look different. It, it Relationships do look different, you mm-hmm. know, for those of us that have never been married, those of us that want to and desire. Mm-hmm. And again, we have those opinions too, you know, do I want that guy that everybody knows because he, everybody's been with him? Oh, yes. Doesn't mean that he's a bad person. No, but maybe that was his history and he could change, you know. But again, how do we navigate through all of this? You, you, you've you been married for a long time and you got married young. So what, how did you know? What, what did you do to prepare yourself or, you know, mm. or did you prepare? I, I would say that I did, maybe not with a lot of intentional thought. But I, re- I do remember this. I do remember in high school. I do remember in the early years, in my first few years of college, seeing, you know, my, my peers and, and my girlfriends and, and just other young women, mm-hmm. you know, doing certain things and or looking a certain way. Right, dressing a certain way, right. wearing makeup, wearing the, you know, the, the crop tops and, and just showing themselves. Right. I was not that comfortable with my body back then right. to do all of that. You mm-hmm. know, I might have had a desire on the inside. You know how you look in the mirror and you, <laughs> you're like, you yes, look that's like the something that you don't look like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I remember walking, I literally remember this, walking on campus mm-hmm. and not being the young woman that got that kind of attention from me mm-hmm. and saying, but I'm the one that's going to want to marry. Mm-hmm. I remember that very vividly. Because, you know, I think a lot of women, we go through kind of like those talks to ourselves. Right. Right. And maybe it was just a defense mechanism to calm myself 
and to boost my image because I wasn't that young lady where, you know, you walk into the big auditorium or you walk into class and all the guys are looking right. and grinning and, and, right. and wanting to hook up with you, right? Mm -hmm. I was not that young lady. Right. So what I do remember is kind of comparing myself to the women who were getting that kind of attention. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but I don't want that. Want that kind and I said, you know what? I'm going to, they may want to be with them now, but I'm going to want to be the one that they're going to want to spend the rest of their life with. Right, right. And so I carried myself thinking about, I wanted to be the one that somebody would ask to marry. Mm -hmm. Now that I do remember. Right. And so what did that look like for me back then? I mean, it was just, it was just being me, of course, being authentic in myself but not putting myself in a place where I was drawing a lot of attention by the way I dressed and the, and the way I did certain things. That do, listen, I'm not knocking anybody who likes right. to, to right. you know, do whatever and they get a lot of attention. That's fine right. If, right. if that's you. But for me, mm -hmm. I, it was more about what I had on the inside. It was more about my goals and my future and like my value set. Right, right. And so I think when you start to live who you want to be, mm you right. start to attract those things that line up with who you want to be. Right. So right. because I wasn't drawing that quick, you know, snapper <laughs> or whatever they call them these days. <laughs> I, I know my words are just so out there. <laughs> You're dating yourself, but that's okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we call these dudes these days. Yeah, I don't anyway. either. I have no uh, idea. But yeah, I, I, I was not the one attracting those that were, you know, in a relationship real quick and then gone to the next one and all of that. And right. you know what? I was okay with that. Right. I was okay with yes. sometimes being alone. Mm -hmm. I was okay with not getting the attention right. because I said I wanted to draw the ones to me that were going to match up with who I was. That's right. That's right. And I think, I think again, it sounds like, you know, you were just comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And I, I think, was getting comfortable. I mean, yeah, you know, like I said, it yeah. could have been a defense mechanism. Right. But yeah, right. I, I, I think at some point, yeah, I was probably about 70, 80 percent comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's funny because, you know, you kind of think back, you know, when you're in that awkward stage, I, I say from the 17, you know, the 17 year old and, yeah. and to the, like the 20 year old where you're still trying to figure out who you are. Because, again, that was me. You know, I was the tall, linky linky girl and and I always thought the little girls that were able to you know I had big feet and you know I thought the girls that used to wear the little bobby socks I'm dating myself and the little sneakers they were so cute I never wore sneakers unless I had gym because I was like my feet are so big I look like a, a scrawny little boy you know but when I went to college and you know and started cheerleading and and just kind of uh -huh. coming into my own and figuring out who I was it didn't matter so much to me. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, I, I'm a social butterfly. I love meeting people. So for me, that's what it was about. And again, like you said, I didn't have to be the one that, you know, you walk in the room and, and you have on something that, you know, and again, this is not knocking anyone that, mm -hmm. you know, if that's what you want to do. If that's what makes you feel okay, fine. I never felt like I had to get accolades from a guy, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I thought I was cute. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was big on that self look. If yeah. you don't have to tell me, I tell myself I look okay. good, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but the other thing too, you know, I, I I think part of it in terms of marriage material is not just about your sexuality. Right. You know, that's just one one component. Aspect. That's just yeah. one aspect of it. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of other things that sh you should be embracing, right? If that is your desire. 
about partnership and what that looks like and what is it like to compromise and what is it like to give to someone else and what is it like to share (laughs) with someone else. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many other things that sexuality is not the only thing that you've got to be focused on when it comes to considering yourself. Am I presenting myself as someone who has the attributes for longevity of a marriage? Right, right. And I mean, if you think about it, just in in, in a relationship, that's not going to just sustain it. Even when you're getting to know someone and, and, you know, I remember, you know, when I was, again, in that age, you know, I remember guys, even at 18, 19 or 17, they wanted a girl that could cook. (laughs) They wanted you to be domesticated. And, And you think about it now, most of these kids don't know how to boil water. And like, so it can't be about, about that, you know? So again, I think it, it really comes down to whomever it is that you are getting to know you, what your intentions are, what you want from the relationship, what you desire from the relationship. And again, if you remove the sexual part from the conversation, what do you have? Right. And like you said, it's a part, it's a partnership and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I, I definitely hope that, that we continue to see a rise in it instead of a decline in the importance yes. of marriage, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, but I, yeah, there's, there's so many things that um, I think are intertwined into, in terms of preparing yourself. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, depending on where you are, because I think certain ages are going to, um, you know, you'll prepare yourself perhaps a little differently, right? Because I do think, and I don't want to say, I don't know, but I would I would guess, right? That right. someone in their 20 or 30s, like you were just saying, they're not looking for someone who's like that homemaker and the cook and, and, and those right. types of things. Whereas someone who's single in their 40s and their 50s, Mm-hmm. If they're looking for someone in that age group, they exactly are probably looking for someone who's, you know, a homemaker. Someone's going to create a nice atmosphere. Someone right. who does home style cooking. Because mm-hmm. right? I, I told, I told my kids one time. I said, when something happened to me, I don't know who y'all gonna get <laughs> drinks from. <laughs> Listen, they better get in the kitchen and learn from you. <laughs> I don't know where y'all gonna get candy yams and the homemade mac and cheese. I don't know where y'all gonna get that stuff from. <laughs> Right, right. But it's true. It, it, it definitely depends upon, like you said, what age, what age bracket, where you are, your station in life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think too is that you you also I think hopefully as you get older and if you're still single you have more clarity about what you're looking for too. That's it. That's right. It. And yeah. so I think that can allow yourself to position yourself to sort of be those things. So when I'm talking sometimes with some of my clients who are single, I always tell them, be your best however you're living, right? Because if the only thing you're doing is looking outward for someone else, then then you are, you are prohibiting yourself from living your life in the moment. Right. And you should be doing and attracting people in your life as you are doing so that yes. they will match up, right? Because right. if you just stand still and stop, yeah. Be, well, well, what are you doing with yourself? You ain't even gonna have a conversation, <laughs> right? Exactly. You ain't to talk about because you ain't doing nothing. That's right. That's right? right. So if you know working out or, or going to different places and traveling and doing those things, yes. 
so that you can offer something as well. But you're not, you're not, you're not limiting yourself in terms of stopping living your life to wait for someone to join you. That's it. And, and, you know, you just said the word about waiting for someone else. Mm -hmm. You have to be intentional about and be clear about what is it that I want in my life? What is it that I need in my life? Mm -hmm. And what are those things that I am doing? Sometimes, like you said, we want everyone else to do the work. That's like, you know, the person that says, you know, I I want a guy with a nice shiny car. How about you get your own shiny car? Right. So that way you're not taken by the things and the trappings. Right. What are those things that really matter to make a partnership? And like you said, do the work. And yes, we're in the midst of the pandemic. So yeah, those of us that are single, this is a trying time because we have to be careful of, yes. of how we move and be. And so, yeah, it, it, it's not making it easy to meet people. But what we do, as what I do is, I'm thinking about and creating and continuing to create the life that I want. Yes. So when this and the dust settles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's out there, right? Oh, my honey boo. He's he's somewhere out here, yeah. and he's doing the same thing. He's preparing himself because I I I desire that. I you know there are people that don't want it, and that's that's fine. But I'm clear that I do want to be married, and I do want a, a partnership, and I believe it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I'm going to live. I'm going to live my best life mm-hmm. so when he shows up i'm not easily drawn by the trappings and and needing him to you know to fill a void right you know right. Yeah. yeah and so i think when it comes to again you know a little bit back to the statement of what was made about being marriage material mm-hmm. i think you know women do have a little bit of a light on them when it comes to how do they continue to live and how do they handle their sexuality and how do they display that? Mm. Because that seems to be the thing that gets the most kind of conversation, right? It certainly is one of the, our parents typically is the very first thing that is recognized, right? Right. Right. And, And I think sometimes when you're talking with your girlfriends and things like that, you know, we are able to kind of express ourselves with each other and sometimes we may say, you know what, let's go out and we're going to dress up just because we want to, right? right? Not even because we're looking for something, but right. just because we That's like right. that kind of thing, right? We That's like right. to feel good about ourselves and right. spruce ourselves up and, and things yeah. of that nature. Um, but when it comes to, you know, you're not married yet and you're dating people, mm-hmm. then, then you get women get that light shown on them very quickly about mm-hmm. what are they're doing, how they're doing it, right. you know, whether they're extremely sexually uh, active in those relationships, mm-hmm. and then they'll get a name if they right. are, you right. know, or if others find out about it. Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the part that, you know, we have to be very sensitive of because everybody's journey is not the same. And it's not for me to judge what someone does behind closed doors. That's between you, that person and whatever faith, if you have any, what you decide to do with that. And, and I don't judge you for it because, you know, we, we all are on, you know, those of us that are single and, and those that are in marriages, we're all on a journey. We're all on a journey and we're trying to figure this thing out. So, you know, it definitely was an engaging question because it's so loaded. Yeah. You know, 
And and like you said, sometimes we don't know what's going on. And I would say in our sister circle, yeah. we have to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're looking for things and we're longing for things. And sometimes we're doing things that we actually probably would regret. Right. But it be, it could be stemmed from, you know, longing, you know, filling our own void, right? From right. hurt of some type mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. trauma mm-hmm. or some type of experience, or maybe it's daddy issues, or maybe it's some other things, right? right. And so we're trying to find healing for ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes we're doing that in a way that w- does not bring healing. Right. Right. Sometimes it can further damage the wound. And mm-hmm. so I do think that we as women have to learn how to take care of each other. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Right. And mm-hmm. and sometimes be open to have some of those transparent conversations about where we are right. and getting the help and talking things out right. so that, you know, it, if you choose to you know, you know, be engaged with, with mm-hmm. in up in your relationships while you're dating, that's your choice, but it's right. not because of the fact that you're broken. Right. Right. And, and not because of the fact that there's something else going on that has not been attended to. Right. Right. And I think we can also, you know, flip that to men. Yes. I, I, I'm definitely not a man that can, can, I'm not a man, so I, I don't know what they're feeling, but I also feel that some of the behaviors sometimes mm. that we see with the womenizing and, and all of that, that's from a place of hurt as well. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it maybe, you know, somebody suffered loss or, 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 or they're angry because of, so it's like, okay, I'm going to hurt them before they hurt me, or I'm going to just get all these notches on my belt to prove to people that I'm manly or whatever. And so I think there's a lot of healing to happen on both, on both sides, you know, and there's accountability. I'm, I'm very grateful for or my sister circle is small and it's tight. And one of the things I love about them, they accept me for me, but they will also hold me accountable. accountable. And that's so important. Yeah. That's yeah. so important that we find that so that we can deal with some of those things, right? right? And this has nothing to do with the outside or the external labeling us or doing anything. Right. But we, right. we just need us, everybody, male and female, need mm-hmm. places of safety to yes. have conversations that right. allow them to explore some of the deep rooted issues, heart issues. Right. Because right. sometimes we, you know, we're reaching out to individuals that we know don't match up, don't line up with who we are, but we still mm-hmm. stay with them. Yes. Yeah. We still stay with them. Right. You know? But right. I believe that when you start to just live your life and right. you live in it based on, you know, your, your true values, Right. Of what you want, what you're looking for in your future. Yes. And you're yes. moving in that direction. Yes. I I strongly believe that right. everything that's supposed to be connected to with you lines up with you. Yes. That's lines it. up with you. At yeah. some point, we don't always know the timing. Right. But I right. do believe things will line up for you. Yeah. So Carla, I, I think that that really sums it up. I mean, she might have said it in a different way, but what you just said is the key. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is not a place of judgment. I, I don't feel like, you know, because you might have been on the pole booty shaking. Who's to say that you're not marriage material? You That's might right. be better marriage material than someone who, you know, sat in their kitchen all day saying, I'm going to wait for him to show up. <laughs> who, who are we, who are we to judge that? <laughs> it's an individual journey. It's an individual it, journey. It really, it, it, it really is. It really is an individual journey. And, and again, I think when we as 
individuals, if everyone starts to take care of themselves yeah. and, and, and deal with our heart issues and all those other things and start to live and to be our best self, then I believe that things will line up appropriately. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh boy. <laughs> this was juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we're so happy that you tuned in and joined in with us this conversation about what is marriage material. We hope that if you have that desire in your heart to be married, that you are doing those necessary things to live your life and to live your best life being a whole in every area of your life and allowing everything and everyone that is supposed to be in your life to be attracted and drawn to you. If you have a story, please share it with us. As always, stay tuned and stay connected on The The Chair Chronicles. All right. That was good. That was good. I love it. Ha, ha, ha.